Hey, thanks for tuning into the While You Walk podcast. This is the podcast you listen to while you walk. This is Matt Lovett reminding you that life is short. What can you do today to move your life forward? There might be some ideas in this podcast. Enjoy. Hey, thanks for tuning into the While You Walk podcast. This is your host, Matt Lovett. We're here. You do the walking, I do the talking. Today it's a solo podcast, and I'm going to be talking about supplements. I just got back from a long walk with my wife, Nina. Nina Lovett. Um, we had a wedding last weekend. That was awesome. So I, I took the week to to reset my energy and uh, get everything back on track. And wow, I was that was definitely the best weekend of my life last weekend but now we're here now we're talking about supplements now what would qualify me to give advice about supplements well i've got so much experience for 20 years i uh, i've always been aggressive with everything i've done so when it comes to supplements i've tried everything i have i've made all the mistakes most importantly I've broken everything. I've exhausted my liver and kidneys. I've fried my intestines. I've wrecked my hormonal systems and um, even my joints and my alignment. I screwed that up. This is all 12, 15 years ago and I've kind of fixed it ever since. I mean, I brought it all back. And between that and then all the clients over the years where I've gotten to see patterns of who's taken what and who's benefited from what, I've gotten a much better feel for what supplements work and which ones are just, you know, crap and just worthless. Um, one of the biggest lessons with supplements is you're going to have a greater benefit by removing rather than adding. So you can't undo the bad inputs. You can't eat crap and then go work out and now you're just like you were had you not done both of them. You're going to get most of your benefits, your health benefits, your energy, your sleep, your quality of life, your longevity are going to come from removing. And what are the biggest things to remove? Fried food, alcohol, grains, uh, grains with glyphosate that are sprayed. And you tend to notice these when you eat them. And um, processed sugar, man, especially if it's liquid processed sugar, that's going to screw you up. So, you know, there are ways to mitigate the effects of this bad stuff, but you're definitely best off removing it. So supplements are not going to be a magic cure for these things. And trust me, I've certainly tried to repair a hangover or, you know, done all those things. Then there's, you know... There's like a trap. Let's say you, you go out drinking one night. Now you wake up tired. Now you need caffeine to power through the day. Now you're not focused. And now it's going to affect your sleep the next night. So just not drinking in the first place is probably going to be your best bet. Um, exercise is going to be better than any supplement you take. I mean, even a long walk in the sun, your body's just made for it. So more important than any supplement is get your body moving, get things flushing around. And then they call them supplements for a reason. 
They're not compliments. They're not the other half. They're what you add on top of what you're already doing. So it's got to be good food first, clean food first. And then you start to identify where you can really kind of sharpen up and fill in some gaps. Like a protein shake is never going to be better than eating a clean protein source. You know, a powdered carbohydrate is never going to be better than a, a clean fruit or rice or whatever it is. Now, what is popular with supplements? The things that sell, the things that are marketable are stimulants, which are almost always bad. You're going to end up crashing. It's going to affect your circulation. It's going to throw you off. You're going to lose your rhythm. It's just too much to, to depend on. But that's the need in the culture is the need for energy. So a lot of stimulants sell, a lot of energy drinks sell, a lot of crazy fat burning pills sell. So there's stimulants, then there's fat loss pills, you know, all these fat loss pills. I'm sure most of us know by now that it's not worth it and it's not sustainable. So there's the stimulants, there's the fat loss, and then there's the muscle gain supplements, which you just eat food. But those are the three categories of supplements that, you know, might have some cheap fillers, just might not be good for you. Now, the, the aim that I have when I take supplements or recommend them to, to, to clients, to me, it's my aim is at longevity and quality and keeping the body fueled and balanced. It's not aimed towards some short-term goal. When you take supplements, assume that the quality, assuming it's good, well, how do you know it's good? And how do you know it's good for you? And at what dosage? Well, there's a couple ways to think about that. There's one website, you might want to write this one down, examine.com. And um, they've kind of gone through all the medical journals and gotten all the big data on which supplements help which problems. So you want fat loss, you want heart health, you want memory, you want brain stuff. Um, they've got like, you know, com they've compiled all the data for all this stuff. So I've gotten some information from there. That, that, that's one starting point. You could get personal blood tests and see like a functional medicine doctor. But again, that's just a snapshot of your blood at that moment. So that could be wrong. And then you're going to take supplements forever based off that one piece of data. Plus, most people just aren't going to go to the doctor and get the data and follow up with all the right supplements. So what I pretty much recommend doing is self-experimenting with myself, with, with my, my, my clients, and figuring out, like, do I really significantly notice a difference? Because if, if you take something and you don't significantly notice a difference, not some placebo margin, but really notice a difference, then it's just a powder that's probably even bad for you and definitely a waste of money. Over the years, I've been testing this, and I've been seeing patterns with myself, with clients. And I'm going to share some of this stuff, so hang on. On one hand, when you're testing out these supplements, the easiest person to fool is yourself. So you've really got to be careful. You have to continue to rethink and update things. On the other hand, there's all, this, all these journals and, and all this data and all the marketing and people are always trying to bullshit you. So at the end of the day, do you significantly notice a difference? If not, stop wasting your money. 
Um, you know, have you had people take it that you've talked to personally? Can you piggyback off their experience? And my best way to gauge if it's good or not is when, when I started doing yoga and meditating and gotten better at feeling into my nervous system, feeling tension in my body, feeling stress in my body, feeling, you know, puffy, inflamed, irritability, or feeling clarity, feeling like, wow, my yoga practice, I'm not achy and dry. It doesn't feel like a, uh, like a dryness. It feels like a smooth melting of the joints as I'm practicing. For me, the best thing to ever do was eat a food, take a supplement or whatever before yoga, and then I would get a really clear idea of whether or not it loosened me up and relaxed me and made me feel fluid and nourished me, or if there was something reactive going on that, that bothered me. Um, and then, you know, what one person takes and what an, an, another person takes, you know, there's all the, there's journal data on, on stuff, you know, there's all these sources that, 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 that say this does this 10%. Yeah, but that's for this person. You know, people are built differently. Some people are overworked and hot. Some people are lazy and they're cool. So some people need to heat up. Other people are deficient and need to fuel up and rest. So if you put more gasoline on a fire and burn it harder, someone who's overworked and you pour stimulants on, on, on them, they're going to burn up. It's going to mess up their health. But then someone who doesn't move at all, you know, a little shot of caffeine is going to get them going. That might be good for them. And this is, you know, do you want to overstimulate your liver or, or do you want to chill it out and, and nourish it? So one person's medicine could be another person's poison. So I can't emphasize enough how much you have to figure out where you're at and experiment with that. And sourcing of supplements. So think about two brands come to mind. Um, Onnit is a brand started by a guy named Aubrey Marcus, and then there's the Bulletproof brand started by the guy Dave Asprey. These brands are selling trust. They're expensive. But you know these guys, you know they're health nerds, and you trust what they're saying, so you pay the premium for these products. That's an option. Um, there's some other brands that I look at, brands that you're going to find in like functional medicine doctor offices. So you'll see Designs for Health, you'll see Jaro, J-A-R-R-O-W. There's one called Zymogen that you have to have like a doctor's access to get through to. They've got great combinations, they're very clean. There's one brand called Quicksilver, which is an all-liquid liposomal supplement company by a guy named Dr. Chris Shade. He seems amazing. Their supplements are really expensive. Um, then there's Nordic Naturals, which I think they've got the best fish oil. Nina swears I should be rotating my fish oil. Um, and then for like electrolyte type supplements, I like a company called Trace Minerals. So those are the brands that, you know, just a handful of brands that I like. Um, sometimes you can tell the quality of the brands by the way they combine different things. Like you might combine vitamin D with K2 and coconut oil. And that's, okay, these guys must know what they're talking about. Versus you go to Walgreens and it just says a number and the name. And, you know, they've put money into getting into Walgreens. They've put money into packaging. So that means they're not putting quality and, you know, 
focus into the quality of the actual supplement and making sure it absorbs into you. So supplements should always be customized, but I'm going to give you my favorite four. So after 20 years of taking supplements and playing with uh, my, 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 my client's supplement programs, these are the ones that have really stuck, my top four. So um, number one is going to be vitamin D. And the vitamin D supplement that I've taken and I've had clients take is by a company named Sports Research. I got this off of Amazon. But it's a vitamin D supplement. It's D3 plus K2 plus coconut oil. And this is just one that I know the price is really as inexpensive as any. And I'm sure there's lots of good vitamin D. Um, but I just know this one works and it's not that expensive. So I, I've, I've used that one. And talk about just mountains of research on vitamin D. I mean, I think most people should be taking 5,000 units a day. At one point, I was taking 10,000 units of vitamin D a day. And I knew I had to be taking too much. And I got my test results back. And I think I was around like 59 was my number taking 10,000 units a day and the optimum vitamin D number is like 70 so and I was taking 10,000 so it's pretty hard to overdose I do have one friend that got it up over a hundred for reference the doctor's reference range for vitamin D is 20 to 100 so 5,000 will get you up over 50 but anybody that has major health problems usually has low vitamin D and a variety of things can go wrong when you've got low vitamin D. Back when I was working at the hospital for uh, Mackie Shillstone, he was a medical journal. I mean, a complete nerd about it. He read them every day. And I got to read these like binders full of underlying journals. It was great. Well, Mackie had, and this is 15 years ago, Mackie had a thick binder back then of why vitamin D was associated with this condition, this condition, this condition. The list was just endless. Um, so I think vitamin D is number one for everybody. I notice clients get more resilient. They just bounce back from everything better, from sicknesses, from joint pain, from just everything seems to function better. That coupled with the fact that you get it from the sun <clears throat> and your body's pretty much supposed to have it. So. To me, vitamin D, absolutely number one. My second one, fish oil. There's a company called Nordic Naturals, and you can get Arctic cod liver oil. You can get like Ultimate Omega is one I took for years. Um, I had a, it was like a webinar or just a live call with this Nordic Naturals company. And these guys were such fish oil nerds. I mean, every detail of it, they knew what they were doing. And they get recommended a lot. Fish oil in general, again, just a mountain of data on fish oil. And the fact that um, I like oily substances. So like even vitamin D with coconut oil, there's like an oiliness to it. This fish oil, there's like, an, and it's like a food. So it's not a dry powder that your body has to work. It's like, it's going to smooth out everything. Well, your body has these ratios of omega-3 and omega-6. And naturally, all these things are level 
and things are not inflamed. But because of, let's say, the fats that you'll get at a restaurant, any restaurant food is going to have a crappy fatty acid profile. and It's going to crank up your omega-6 levels, which causes inflammation. Well, fish oil is basically a big dose of omega-3 fats, which improves your 3 to 6 ratio, which reduces inflammation. Um, there's kind of two parts to fish oil that are important. There's DHA, or is it DHEA? It's one of those. But that one is good for like brain development. So kids, you know, developing brains, um, pregnant women, I think, you know, fish oil. I mean, I'm just always taking it just for their inflammation reduction. That's the, that's the EPA. So you have that DHEA and then the EPA. Let, let me check that. Yeah, it's DHA. DHA is the stuff that's good for brain development and fish oil. So you got your first two, vitamin D and fish oil. The third is my personal favorite. It's, uh, it's called phosphatidylcholine, and I keep mentioning it. You won't see it barely anywhere else. Let me tell you the story of how I found this stuff. So I was doing lots of yoga at the time. I was probably about 29. I'm 37 now. And I was doing a heavy metal detox. I had a very bad memory, and um, I was seeing a functional medicine acupuncturist and we did some tests and we saw that my mercury levels were high so I went down the rabbit hole of figuring out how to get mercury out of your body and we've got some better products and stuff now but the um, the best guy on this is a guy named Chris Shade with uh, Quicksilver Scientific and they're expensive and they've got tests and stuff but I watched all of his lectures on YouTube, like deep science lectures. I don't know how I had the motivation or the free time to do this, but I did it. And he's talking about this pool of supplements you have to have to, to guide the mercury out of your body. And you got to target it, you got to pull it out of your cell, then you got to crank up your liver with certain supplements. Then you've got to, to, to bind this supplement and pull it out of your body. It's, it's this complicated sequence, but you had to have this, this, this pool of things. And one of these things is called phosphatidylcholine. It's basically what every cell's membrane is made out of. So toxins can get out, minerals and nutrients can get in. If this, this, uh, these cell membrane layers are more fluid and more permeable, I guess is the word. So... Anyway, I get all these supplements together and I take them and I'm like noticing like, man, I'm really getting like, I'm pulling something up because I'm getting symptoms every time I take this. And now I got to bind it to like clay and charcoal. Well, anyway, I, I'm, I'm taking this stuff and, 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 and I notice at some point that like, I just feel smooth doing yoga. And I'm like, what is going on? And I narrow it down to this phosphatidylcholine and I'm like, man. This stuff is great. And I just start taking bigger and bigger doses. And I notice my head gets clear. My joints feel better. My body's detox is better. And I just start taking just higher and higher doses. And to this day, I still take like multiple sources every day. Um, and then I started recommending it to some clients. And what I've noticed is that it goes hand in hand, like maybe cell membrane damage goes hand in hand with stress. And I noticed for a lot of men, you know, testosterone can be something that can bounce around and be damaging in the body. So for some reason, men with testosterone would, would notice this stuff. 
And um, a percentage of women also would notice this stuff. And these tend to be um, working women, executive type women, for whatever reason, they, um, you know, I, I, I think it's probably stress related, but maybe they're just, they're focused at work all day and this helps your brain activity. So they noticed it, but, um, you know, but then I would give it to, to you know, um, like, like Nina or, or just uh, most females didn't quite notice it the way men did or for whatever reason, whatever the feedback was, a lot of the men still take it and some of the women still take it. So phosphatidylcholine, um, three brands here. The most affordable one is called Body Bio, Body Bio PC. And um, I mean, great for your brain in, in a very non-stimulant way. I, I think everyone that, that wants a good brain and longevity. I mean, this is one of the top three longevity supplements. I would say vitamin D, phosphatidylcholine, and then I'll talk more about CoQ10 here in a second. Body Bio is the first brand of phosphatidylcholine. Second brand is Quicksilver. Mycelized PC is, is their supplement. And Quicksilver puts phosphatidylcholine in every single supplement that they have, just a little bit to just get things to permeate. The third brand is Zymogen, which they're hard to access, but if you can get access to that, they're my favorite actually. Not cheap, this stuff. Now, the uh, so that's your first three supplements, vitamin D, fish oil, phosphatidylcholine. The fourth one is electrolytes. I mean, what could be more fundamental and more basic? What are electrolytes? You've got four big ones. Um, you've got calcium and magnesium kind of work back and forth, and then you've got potassium and sodium that kind of work back and forth. So if, if you've got an older guy with a heart condition, maybe not so much sodium, but if he's working out a lot, he might need it. Um, well, anyway, electrolytes, I mean, will give you clean energy. And when your body is low on electrolytes, it's going to go deeper and leach these electrolytes from somewhere. Your body's always going to buffer your electrolytes. So a doctor's never going to say your electrolytes are really that far off. If a doctor can notice that your blood is that far off in electrolytes, you know, something's way off. Or if you're cramping post-workout or during your workout, that's low potassium. If you're cramping at night, that's low magnesium. But every day, um, every day I work out, especially, if I know I'm, I'm going to be burning up stuff, if I'm going to be squeezing something, if I'm going to be using up electrolytes, um, I definitely take some. And the brand I like is Trace Minerals, Trace Mineral Tablets. Between the vitamin D and these trace minerals, I mean, not that expensive. You probably should be taking them. You're probably going to notice a benefit in just fundamental, basic energy. And, you know, you could get this from, you know, a lot of fruits and vegetables and water. But, um, you know, I like the electrolyte pills for sure. It's simple. It's cheap. It's just salts, you know, a mixture of salts. So those are my top four, vitamin D, fish oil, phosphatidylcholine, and electrolytes. Now, there are a lot of others that I'm going to just mention and just give you a little bit of my experience and a little bit of my feedback on. Um, another thing I really like is magnesium, and I mention this a lot. I, um, with magnesium, you can only absorb so much magnesium through a pill before your bowels get irritated and you get, you know, and, and you get the shits. Well, but 
magnesium goes hand in hand with stress and tension. When you get like calcium is a hardener, magnesium is a softener. Um, when you get tense, you need to relax. Magnesium relaxes things. And in our culture, everyone's stressed out. Everyone's tense. That just seems to be the way it goes. So you could take a supplement. Everybody wants to take an oral supplement. Fine. But I've noticed, and I've noticed this by far. And the same way I, I, the same way I tested it was when I was fasting, actually. I was fasting in Thailand, and I was reading books, and I was meeting with you know mentors and all these guys with experience. And throughout my process of fasting, second, third day, things get very irritable. And I was reading about how if you soak your feet in magnesium chloride, uh, these guys that they were doing fasts with would just, they would sleep like babies. So I get this magnesium chloride. Now there's Epsom salt, that's magnesium sulfate. Epsom salt is not as bioavailable as magnesium chloride. So in in my opinion, the absolute best way to get magnesium into your body is by magnesium chloride through your skin. They've got lotions. You could take a full bath. The simplest way to do it is just to, to soak your, your feet at night while you're watching TV or on the computer or whatever. It's just, you know, you, you have to get a towel. You have to have a little bucket, and you have to have a little tiny system set up. But I've been doing this for years. Um, and I track something called heart rate variability, which measures basically how relaxed my nervous system gets when I sleep. And my average numbers are like 80, 90, 100. I've never had a client get over 60. I can just relax so much more. So not heart rate. Low heart rate's good. That means you're relaxed. High heart rate variability means you're relaxed. So I'm like, my ability to relax for whatever reason, and I think magnesium is one of the big ones, is um, because I'm always soaking my feet. If you want to do an oral magnesium supplement, there is one called Magnesium Breakthrough. It's a unique supplement because there's all these different forms of magnesium that different parts of your body might need differently. I mean, at least that's their sales pitch. So magnesium breakthrough would be the oral supplement. And then if you're going to soak your feet and just get the magnesium through your skin, I like ancient minerals, magnesium chloride. To me, that's, that's a big relaxer. That's something I do at night for better sleep. That's something I'll do before I work out to reduce injury risk or before I practice yoga so I can really get deeper in, in the stretches. Next supplement. Sorry, I'm yawning here. Um, protein. So protein shakes. Again, a supplement. So no protein powder is ever going to be better than food. You know, some of these whey proteins are going to absorb very well. But when you've got companies over the years that have tested out all these protein shakes, they're never perfectly clean. There is no source that gets five stars. The quality's off. It's not exactly what they say it is. It's got a little bit of this contaminant, a little bit of that contaminant. And I've never taken a protein shake and really just felt totally clean after. There's always a little bit of something weird I feel. Um, but if you are resistance training and you want to get the muscle on, I think, you know, protein shakes, especially whey protein because of the amino acid profile, whey protein shakes can be beneficial there. But, you know, you, you still got to get all the clean proteins. That's the most important part. But sometimes post-workout with the timing, the protein shake tends to work. I also like uh, 
I think it's Organic Valley's got these beef sticks that can be good post-workout. Next supplement is, um, you've heard of BCAAs, branched-chain amino acids, or sometimes similar as EAA, essential amino acids. So for muscle growth, muscles can't grow if the amino acid leucine is not present. It's that number one thing that gets depleted. Then there's valine and isoleucine. These are your branch-chain amino acids, the, the building blocks of your proteins that limit growth. So you have to have these. So right now I've got a vegan client and she's taking these BCAAs like two, three times a day, a clean plant-based source. And she's making incredible strength gains. And she's a vegan, but she's just making sure she's getting these BCAAs. So you know, you think somebody that gets sore and can't recover, or an athlete, like, like I train some young athletes and I give them these BCAAs, or if I'm just really trying to pack on the muscle, BCAAs are important. Um, they could all, they can also help uh, suppress appetite. That's useful too. As far as ap appetite suppression goes, I also like uh, fiber pills. You know, find a clean fiber pill. That's great for appetite suppressant. Um, all right, next is creatine. So a lot of a lot of good data on creatine and muscles physically recovering. Performance indicators get better. Um, you know, there can be some mental benefits. I've never, um, and you know, creatine's probably safe. It's just, it's never stuck with me. I, I think you will get some water vo volatility in your body from the creatine. I've just never connected with it. I've never had a whole lot of people really love it and use it. But um, there seems to be good data on it. And if you can kind of find a clean version and you want to experiment with that, I think it's probably pretty safe. All right, our next one is green supplements. So this is something that's very person-specific. So um, let's use spirulina, chlorella. There's a good mixture that you can get of those if you type in spirulina, chlorella pills. There's, there, there's a mixture there. The thing with a lot of green supplements, and I like wheatgrass as well, is they can be high in iron. Now, who has high iron levels? Who has low iron levels? Well, if you're someone like me, and you take a lot of green supplements, and then you go test your ferritin levels to test your iron levels in your blood, my ferritin levels were very high because I have not bled. I have not gotten the iron out. You can't detox iron. You have to literally give blood to get iron out. So a lot of males that take a lot of green supplements could have too high a ferritin levels. And that's one of those things that functional medicine doctors really look at. So males might need to be careful. Now, who would have low iron levels? Um, menstruating women might have low iron levels. And they've heard this before. So if I'm a woman and I'm menstruating, I'm probably going to take spirulina and chlorella because I just know it's I, I take it and I actually like it and I feel good I'm just afraid that those iron levels are going to get too high so every now and then I retest it and, and I go and give blood but um, I, there's like a coolingness to it and um, I think that coolingness sort of um, makes me have less inflammation and gets me focused something nice about it that I like the feeling of um, so yeah if you're a, a, a menstruating woman, green supplements are something I would definitely look into. And if you're not, I would suggest testing your ferritin levels. 
if you want to take the green stuff. Next supplement is called CoQ10. So CoQ10, I think there's two points on CoQ10. I've always taken the, the Jaro brand of this stuff. Um, I don't think I currently take this. I do take this in one supplement from Quicksilver called The One. But basically there's two reasons that you would take CoQ10. If you're on a statin, if you have high cholesterol and the doctor has prescribed you a statin, a lot of side effects that come with statins. It's extremely effective at lowering cholesterol, but statins have side effects. And one of it is draining these CoQ10 levels. And if guys take CoQ10, they notice less side effects from the statin. So that's something I would definitely be taking or have your parents take. There's a Jaro brand, CoQ10. If they're taking statins, this is gonna be something that they might notice they feel better from. The second one is when these CoQ10 levels get low, this starts to age you. So as we get older, um, CoQ10 works with like mitochondrial recharging and kind of energy, some fundamental stuff. I've never taken it and noticed something significant from it. So it's definitely not in my top four, but I have seen the clients that have been on statins start to notice less aches and uh, pain from, from adding it. So that's, uh, that's CoQ10, and it gets recommended by longevity doctors. So it's, it's, it's one of those top three for longevity. Um, next supplement is blueberries. So if you go to examine.com, they've got this whole printout. I, I, I had to pay to get this, this set of data. And for the memory and for the brain functions, uh, phosphatidylcholine was in there. Um, what else was in there? Blueberries were number one in there. So it was shocking because they had these, these list of supplements, but blueberries outperformed everything when it came to memory and focus and brain function. So blueberries are a staple in my diet. I eat them almost every day. Um, so blueberries for your brain are great. Next supplements. So there's stuff called, your liver makes something called glutathione. So when I was talking about this heavy metal detox I did earlier, you can really charge up your liver and get it hot and get it functioning and get it processing a lot of stuff. When you take NAC, N-acetylcysteine, or ALA, alpha-lipoic acid, not alpha-linoleic, but alpha-lipoic acid, so NAC and ALA, these things crank up liver function, get your glutathione levels really high. If you're doing some type of detox, if you're, I don't know, recovering from a hangover, if, if you need your liver to get going, if you're someone who's very sedentary and needs to kind of heat up and get going, if you're maybe a diabetic, this could be useful. And I think most importantly, if you're someone who is on multiple medications, this is something you should definitely talk with your doctor about. NAC and ALA. Um, now, I tend not to take this because I kind of run hot. I'm, I'm, I'm always heated up. And when I take this, man, it, it just, just amps me up even more. And I'm always focusing on kind of cooling myself down. Because at some point, you got to cool down the liver, which basically means doing nothing. Um, certain foods can, can cool it, like the algae supplements I just mentioned with the spirulina and the chlorella and the wheatgrass or rice or fruit. or you know, There's cooling things you can do or you know, laying down and meditating. But liver, but, but, but these would be liver heating things. Um, the, the next supplement are uh, 
clay and charcoal. So this this would fit into some kind of detox where you crank up the liver, you push all these things out, and then you got to bind to them. Or maybe you um, maybe you feel bloated, and you want to just bind to some crap in your intestines and pull it out. So if if you notice that there's stuff that that, that you want to pull out, um, I've had some female clients report that uh, it helps with bloating. Um, and uh, on the back end of a lot of detoxes, if you're pulling out stuff, it's useful. And then fiber kind of goes with that too. Speaking of fiber, the next supplement, psyllium husk. This is like the main thing in Metamucil. I've got a handful of male clients that swear by Metamucil. And uh, these guys happen to have suspiciously awesome health, which makes me wonder. Um, you know, sometimes Metamucil might come with, you know, some chemical tastes or whatever. Maybe there's cleaner versions, but um, psyllium husk, it's just, it's pure fiber. It's like taking a broom and just pushing it right through your intestines every day. So you have some <laughs> reportedly uh, incredible bowel movements. That's psyllium husk. Um, next on the list here is um, B vitamins. So B vitamins are always known for energy and you'll definitely see B vitamins in your urine. They're very bright. Um, so B vitamins, vegans tend to have low vitamin B. I guess that's something that's in meat, in, in, in meat sources. So if, if you're a vegan, that's something to be aware of. If you just want energy, it's uh, B vitamins are water-soluble vitamins, so you're probably not going to overdose on it. I don't even think that's possible. You'll, you'll just pee it out. And uh, it's something to play with if you want energy. And, um, and then there's supplements that... Let's say you uh, let's say you get irritable. Let's say you don't get enough sleep. Let's say you're in a bad mood. You'll see supplements that restore your adrenals, that restore your energy, that restore your mood. And um, you'll see B vitamins in those supplements. You'll also see something called 5-HTP, which um, can fuel up some things that uh, might improve your mood for people that tend to get irritable or going through detoxes or whatever. Um, the next group of supplements is a category. I'll, I'll call them digestive supplements. So uh, one of the biggest mistakes I've made in my life was in my early 20s when um, I was getting conflicting information and I was making bad decisions. Well, you know, I'm in my early 20s and I'm like binge drinking and partying and I have this, this pain in my bladder. And the doctor says, oh, yeah, just, you know, even when you're drinking, ju ju just take Advil or Aleve or whatever. I'm like, are you sure? I don't think anybody else would, would, would tell me that. Well, she gave me permission, so I just went with it. So, for you know, Lord knows how long I, I lasted. But I'm binge drinking and taking Aleve and probably putting other crap in my body. And I completely destroyed my digestive system. And I think naturally, I think I've got a very good digestive system because I did recover it. But I... um. I remember like I could not digest food and I could just see it in the toilet. I mean, it was messed up and that was just a ton of other issues I, I was having. My body was way off. I mean, things were broken. And here's how I originally got out of the hole of that. I went through one month where I, I had to eat a rotating food diet. I won't get into food intolerances and um, how they can create inflammation in your body. But I, I had to rotate my diet for the first month. Then for the second month, I took all these things that were going to kill all the bad bugs in my belly. So I had these, these combination pills with things like, you know, 
oregano oil, grapefruit seed extract, wormwood. These herbal killers is what I would call them. Um, so I went through this process, this five-month process of restoring my gut. And so these are like herbal antibiotics, those three that I mentioned. And you'll, you'll kind of see those together in parasite cleanses or antimicrobes. That, that, that's what you'll see. Or like oregano oil is a potent wood. Wormwood's always in there. Grapefruit seed extract is so mild that you could take it every day to like, uh, you know, you'll see people fighting candida. We'll, we'll take this stuff every day. So month one for this digestive reset was the rotating food diet. Month two was these killers. So I just killed everything. Well, think of it like a garden. So next, I had this, you know, these dead plants everywhere. Well, I had to clean up the mess. So I started taking digestive enzymes. And there's some with uh, hydrochloric acid, which can be dangerous if, if you take that too much. Or, or, or they just had all these, you know, lipase, protease, um, sucralase, all these different digestive enzymes. And through this, so the, the digestive enzymes go through and kind of eat up undigested food and just help make sure everything gets digested better. I can't say I've ever noticed a huge difference from this, but I think I've always had good digestion. I have had some friends with more compromised digestion notice benefits from enzymes, but they t seem to be relatively inexpensive. I can't say I've noticed a whole lot from them personally. So I've got this five-month digestive healing process I went through. First month rotating diet, second month killer supplements, third month digestive enzymes, fourth month I was trying to heal up this broken, damaged digestive system. So there's supplements like glutamine is great for healing your gut. That's a clean powder you can find. Um, aloe, marshmallow root. These things will like heal up your gut when it's damaged. And um, the fifth month, I took probiotics. And there's you know there's hot there's all kinds of stuff with with probiotics and different brands and stuff, but they haven't figured out too much about probiotics. You actually could be messing up yourself. Um, I think probiotics might be one of the most overtaken things. And um, they, they say you get it from yogurt, but that's dairy and sugar, and that can be an issue. So um, when it comes to getting the right bacteria in your digestive system, think about what you're feeding your digestive system. Are you getting it good sources of fiber? Are you getting root vegetables, vegetables in general? Rice is great. Beans are great. You know, are you digesting, you know, these starchy things? You have to get a little bit in there. And that's something I think uh, ketogenic diets might be missing. Um, so better than taking probiotics, I would say um, prebiotics, which are these starchy, fibrous foods. And um, that completed my, by, by the time I had gotten to this phase, my body was feeling great. And I was actually out of the deepest toe I've ever been in. And then I went on to fix my digestive system and my, um, or th then I, w I went on to fix my adrenal system and my orthopedic system and um, my detox system. But that's a story for another day. Um, all right, those are all the supplements that uh, I've kind of played with. I'm sure I missed a ton. But that's just the feedback from my experience over the years. Um, if you want to know more or if you want to chat with me, loveitcoaching.com. There's a new sheet on there, how to jumpstart your energy and refuel. Um, that's where you get started. And uh, I'm also looking for podcast guests. So if you guys have any, any suggestions or anything, please let me know. I hope you had a great walk. 
I had a lot of fun talking and sharing this with you. And uh, anything, guys, please contact me. Thanks for tuning in. Have a great day. Thanks for listening. Anything interesting in there? Did you take any notes? What's one thing you can do right now to build momentum towards your next goal? Remember, on your deathbed, most people regret the things they didn't do. Thanks for tuning in. And hey, thanks for bringing your dreams to reality. Have a great day.